I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Levant, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. Oh, we'd love to introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. I always find it to be a treat and a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Jesus in the highest, Hallie. How are you? Too blessed to be stressed and too anointed to be disappointed. Well, just like the Bible says heaven is filled with a heavenly chorus singing praises in the highest, our guest today has a beautiful voice and sings a chorus every weekend in our services. It's my pleasure to introduce Sharon Beef. How you doing today, Sharon? I'm great. How are y'all? Oh, we are very good, Sharon. And it is so nice to see you. And as as a lot of people know, uh, it's always nice to hear you as well. Mm-hmm. I have not seen you outside of a Sunday day in quite some time. So it is wild to see you. I know. That's true, Sharon. You're regular as rain. I feel like you're such a a punctual person. You're always there 15 minutes before service starts. You're always down in the front section, you know, right at the lip of the stage. You get all the good action and you always have a good seat. And Mm -hmm. I really look forward to uh, seeing you there every Sunday. And also, if I don't see you, I usually hear you because, boy, do you belt out a praise to the Lord. And that is truly blessed. Oh my goodness, you can hear me? That's amazing. I sit as close to the band as I can, and I get there early, like you said, and I warm up my voice, and it's just so crazy that you can hear me. I'm not even aiming for that kind of attention. You can hear me? Well, I think you have one of those voices. You do have one of those voices. It's a timber yeah. or a timber. It's a tim- what is that word? It's timber? A, timber? A, and and it and it's a very loud voice. It's amazing that your speaking voice just sounds regular because, boy, is your singing voice. It carries as if over water, mm-hmm. doesn't it, Greg? It really does. Well, yeah. I care so much about Jesus, and I know he's so far away up in the sky or wherever, and ah. I would love if he could hear it if I could sing. And well, so that's my, what I aim for. He definitely can. And, you know, there's something that I think, I guess I wanted to ask you about the the, the singing. It is, uh, it does really cut through. And the other thing that I was wondering about it is it's almost when you sing harmony mm-hmm. and um, 
You know, I'll just pick, you know, the song that we sang last weekend, Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. That's exactly the one I was just thinking of. That's great. Oh, yes. that And, and that's Such the one that we one. I really heard you because you sing harmony, but it's almost like you stay on the same note and you let everyone else move around. But you kind of go, you know, it's kind of like, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I lift Right. Lord, I love to hear your prayer. That's it. Uh, wow, I feel like it's a Sunday morning suddenly. And um, yeah, if you could, re- that was really. <laughs> That, and if next time you do that, if you could just remind us to take off our headphones because that was very, or I, I don't know that. I'm sorry, I've just got very sensitive ears, and that and really, good yeah, and really good, good headphones. Yeah, it's that you have such a high voice. Is it, what's that called? Yeah, what is that it's called? A soprano. That's a high. Yes. I studied opera for two weeks, and then all the doors were locked when I tried to go back to school to after opera those school? two weeks. Oh, yeah. Wow. Isn't that just the craziest thing you ever heard? Oh. I like was like, I could like also hear and see them inside, and I just could not get in. Oh. Um, but when I went to opera school, they told me I was a soprano screamer, oh. and I went, thank you. So where was opera school? So you did go to opera school. So that is opera singing style mm-hmm. that you're doing, even though you kind of stay on the same note. Uh-huh. Um, it was in uh, New York City. Oh. At Juilliard. Oh, really? I've heard of that. That's cool. I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And what were you there? Like, and were you there to sing opera or was it a field hockey fellowship? That's so funny you say that. I was there to play softball. Okay. And then I walked by the opera room and I went, why not? And so I forged some paperwork. Two weeks at opera school. Several people got sick or something. People were in the hospital after hearing me sing. Um, probably a total coincidence. And then um, I, they locked all the doors. So there's one, huh. I, I would say there's one in every church. And, 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 in, and in our case, it's you. Someone who maybe has some classical training, who everyone knows that's her voice. And that's, and, and that's a voice that's sort of coming over top, as I as as maybe we would say. I mean, maybe that's a field hockey era field hockey term that I'm using. I'm not sure why I keep thinking you played field hockey, but you just kind of seem like the kind. Well, well, first of all, that's very flattering, and I, I'm sure you both know that I auditioned to be in the band mm, and to sing in the sure. band many times. Yeah. But I get the same feedback every time: is we need someone with your enthusiasm in the pews, mm. sort of leading the charge. Yes. And so I take that job very seriously. Wonderful. Well, do you feel like you get any feedback from your fellow? Uh, weekend attendees who are sitting in your section do you feel like they ever give you any comments or feedback have you have you received any like positive affirmations or maybe constructive criticism from the people worshiping around you that's a great question you know i get a lot of very loving encouraging winces um when i start to sing like when i do the I mean, um, people like wince in a way that like, oh, more, please. Right. Oh, Sharon, more. I love it. Right. Yeah. Oh. You got to really, you got to really let us know when you're going to do that. It's just, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, I, I feel like, I, I, I feel like it's when, when you do like a dog stop. I, I think I had a dog stop back in. Anyway. So uh, one thing that I would want to say mm-hmm. is, and, and the reason we had you on today is because, you know, Steve asked us if you were. If Steve? you could come on, yeah, lead pastor, lead, Steve. lead pastor Steve. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, Steve had us uh, wanted to, I guess Steve said, why don't you book her on the podcast and give her a bit of feedback and just, you know, really. Oh kind my of, God. He wants me to join the band. Well, that he it, wants me to sing. Yeah. How do you. It's very, it's very, it's almost like a, it's, it's the waveform of the actual note that is really strange. It's, it's, va- va- what is that? Oscillating? It's oscillating in a way that I just, I can't even. Vibrato. Vibrato. Yeah. Well, it harkens back to, you know, growing up in a regular church rather than a mega church. I mean, we know that a mega church is about being modern and postmodern and relevant and to even make things like pop culture and, you know, Usher in the Super Bowl seem like they're irrelevant compared to how cool our services mm-hmm. are. And um, it is kind of a cool retro sweet thing. It reminds me of growing up in a, you know, a small church where you can hear, you know, an enthusiastic grandma, maybe, um, mm. you know, belting out her praises to the Lord. Um, right. And how old are you? Because yeah, what, you don't. You... I am 68. Okay. Um, and it's so funny that you say that because I, I did grow up Catholic. And then one day all the doors were locked. And I could see and hear them inside, and I just could not get in, so I had to change churches, if you can believe it. Well, there's too many doors on this church to probably lock them all and not have it be a fire hazard. The door locking is... Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that the craziest thing that that's happened to me multiple times in my life? That's also what happened with my ex-husband. The door was locked on we your house? At church. <laughs> yes. We were at church and I was singing, Our God is an Awesome God, one of my favorites. Okay. Love it. And the Lord was a joke when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he's pretty as but his church is very close. So you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, Hallie, you're kind, kind of singing. I like it. That, okay, so I'm just going to jump you sound in here. Sounds amazing. So, oh, so sorry. That was gorgeous. Oh, wow, you brought it out of me, Sharon. I mean, sometimes we have 10,000 people at the weekend service, and it's amazing because you can really hear you over top of them. Yeah, that's true. But I was singing wow. that song, and I looked over at my husband, and he went, enough, enough. And then I got home that night and all the doors were locked. Never saw him again. Did you drive separate cars to church? We did because I would like to sing in the car on the way to church. And he said I deserved my privacy for that. Okay. So so you, what did you do after? Yeah. Was, all, was all your stuff inside still? Yeah, I just had to get all new stuff, all new church, all new. You know what? I'm, I'm easy. I'll start over any day. So, yeah, maybe the theme here is starting over and thinking about, and I guess this is kind of from Steve and and maybe also from me, which is maybe it's time to reconsider how we live our lives because you have been a member here for quite some time. And I think I think that, and maybe if, if you're looking for some feedback, which I, I know you didn't ask for, but I love the enthusiasm, but maybe even the singing could start over, if that makes sense. Sing more, start sooner. It's it's like it, is what uh, I'm writing down in my notes. Okay, y- yeah. I mean, I do love your enthusiasm, Sharon. And I was wondering if maybe you know there's a community group you could join to really use your gifts and talents and your passion, like for a singing. band. Yeah, I mean, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm sure there's like, I've heard there's even like gay men's choruses. There's all kinds of things now Hallie. you could, that you could join maybe in the community. Um, since it looks like maybe here, you know, we're such a large organization that you're having trouble, you know, breaking through and being featured. Maybe you could do it somewhere around town. So what I'm hearing is you think I'm so good that I need to bring my voice not just to church every Sunday, but across to the community to spread the good word of God there. Do you have any hobbies that are other than singing? Um, let's see. Um, no, everything I do, I do all. I also sing all in my knitting. I like to brush horses all the time. I'm just singing. Brush wow. horses. Brush horses. That's a hobby. Mm -hmm. You do mm -hmm. ride them or you just brush them? No, brush too scared. Oh. They're too muscly for me. Oh. Do you, have you ever not. seen how strong a horse they're is? Just Jesus. Pounds of muscle. I mean, they're so strong that we put them under the uh, hood of a car. We need horsepower. I went horseback riding one time and it was, it did not go well because I'm I, I'm not sure if I've mentioned him before, but my friend Clay Mason <laughs> Bannaman, he and I went horseback riding and it was strange because I was on a horse. Do you know these inner thigh muscles? I was gripping yeah. the horse so tightly with my inner thighs because I really work on those that the horse blacked out while I was on it. Wow. Because I cut Really? Because I cut off all the oxygen, or I cut off all the blood. All the blood flow. The blood flow from oh its, its head to its neck to its flank or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm. I'm what is your gym routine? Oh, well, I'm, wow. glad, I'm really glad you asked. Right now, I'm doing what's called a three day split, where you do three workouts in a day and you change your one day. And what I'm doing is I'm sleeping, I'm basically making the day into two days. So I will go to bed. You know, I get up for work at 5 a.m., I go to the gym, then I work till 2, then I'll take a, a quick sort of midday nap, and I consider that my rest, and then the nighttime is another day. So within that, I'm also doing another workout. So it's kind of a three- so six, four, three to it's, six workouts. It's three to six workouts in a two-day period. And you're working upwards of what, 18 hours and I'm working, working out? Yeah, I'm working out. Well, I'm working- I mean, as a youth pastor, and see, I probably shouldn't say this, but you don't really need to do a lot when the youth aren't here. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I use that gym time to pray, to study my Bible, but also to work out. Yeah. I mean, that could kill a horse. That makes sense to me, working out 18 hours a day. Well, I didn't kill you the horse. You kill a horse with your legs? I didn't kill the horse. Oh. I mean, the horse sorry, broke I its neck. I don't know what they did with it after, but I don't know. What do they do with a horse that breaks its neck? Can they rehab that? Glue. Mostly, right? Well, they glue it back together. Ironic because glue comes from horses. So it does. Yeah, I think I think glue. Yeah, we make glue from horses, right? I'm sorry that that's me. Oh, was that you singing? Uh, that's up <laughs> yes. in your range. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that was just a hum or what? <laughs> that was an A. That was a high A. I'll tell you what, Sharon. Not that I'm, you know, uh, hoping that you die anytime soon, <laughs> but boy, are you going to love heaven. Because they say that in heaven, we're going to be singing praises 24 hours a day. I don't even know if days are 24 hours there in heaven, because maybe there is no time once you're in eternity. But I think you're going to love it there. You're just going to be able to <sighs> sing praises constantly. Can I tell you that the two of you today complimenting my voice so much, telling me to sing more, which is the message I'm getting mm -hmm. so far, um, is really healing my inner child because when I was young. Are you crying or is this a Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Oh. Here it comes. Oh. 
I had a vocal cord accident. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I was at the zoo with my third grade class, and an orangutan punched me in the throat. Is that right? Now, why were you so close to the orangutan? Did you fall in? I mean, I've seen these kids will fall into cages with orangutans. And really? And the next thing you know, they're being raised by them. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say another. Well, I was trying to grab it by its tail and bring it home, if I'm being totally oh, honest. Wow. I still think it was out of pocket for punching me in the throat in front of all my classmates. Okay. But it turned my vocal cords into this horrible nightmare of a consistency. I, I, and I, I was self-conscious. I was too scared to sing for a while. And then when I started to sing, I thought I sounded insane. I thought I sounded like a horrible siren that was cutting through the air. But then people kept being like, that's great. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. I can't, I don't want to listen to it, but you should go to church and do that. Mm. And so just hearing you compliment my voice is just, it means a lot. And um, wow, I really appreciate it. Well, I'm sure sorry you got smacked by a primate. That couldn't have been any fun at all. But, and, and I mean, who knows what your voice would have sounded like without that smack to the throat. You know what? I'll tell you though, Sharon, you might've he might have done you a favor because I recently saw one of my daughters showed me a YouTube of vocal cords. You can, you know, a camera mm. filming vocal cords and they're like these two soft ribbons mm -hmm. and they're sort of shaped almost like a, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen one, but have you ever seen a vulva? Hell like no. Um, well, oh, it is it's disgusting and it's graphic and it's not appropriate at all. And one of the first questions I'm going to ask God after I ask him why he gives Christian women behinds, <laughs> I'm going to ask him, you know, why he put these vulgar things on our bodies. But I'll tell you what, Sharon, vocal cords, when they start singing and you look at them, it honestly looks like female genitalia singing. It's, it's as if you took, you know, the, the, the place where we all sprung from and gave it a voice. I mean, picture, you know, it's sort of shaped like a, um, like if you cut an orange in half. I think and, we've got it, Hallie. Or, I just don't know why it would be singing down there. Exactly, because I have never been so traumatized in my life as picturing female genitalia just belting it out, going, Ooh. Well, now and, you're making it sound like her. It, I mean, uh, I don't know what a vagina would say if a vagina could speak, but boy, if it could sing, it would look exactly like a couple of vocal cords. And it's get me out of here. So funny that you mentioned that because after the orangutan punched me in the throat, I went to a uh, ears, nose, and throat doctor to have them look at my vocal cords. And when they put the camera down my throat, the doctor saw the video of it and he quit. <gasps> he quit on the spot being a doctor. It scared him something awful. Really? Mm -hmm. I wonder if you did had he lock the nodes door? or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Did he lock the door? I tried to go back as for my follow-up appointment and all the doors were locked oh and gosh. you could hear, shh, 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 get down, get down, get down. Oh, no. Turn off the lights on the inside. Maybe they didn't take your insurance and didn't know how to break it to you. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, even if it is, um, even if your throat to the naked eye is something that causes people people to vomit or be horrified or have nightmares that might be better than it looking like a singing vagina i'll tell you Amen. that right now Amen. and speaking of ear nose and throats i one time was at an ent trying to figure out uh wh why i was having some snoring at night and he put a camera down
around my nose and I could see where the camera was going. And it looks like the whole inside of our faces and bodies is just one vagina after another. Are you telling me that our insides just look like a series of vaginas? That's exactly what's going on inside our bodies. And I think it's vulgar. I I don't know how we got on this topic. It's one fleshy opening after another. And it just, it's pornographic, honestly. And I'm going to ask God about it when I get to the pearly gate. Yeah, I, I don't think, Hallie, anybody's first question when they get to the pearly gates is going to be, why does the inside of us look like that to God? A series of vaginas? Right. I'm, I'm curious I now, too. I never I'm say gonna, that word. I'm going to ask. So, I, I'm, just to get us back on the topic... Um, and I guess I'm wondering what the topic is. But, you know, I was wondering, uh, Sharon, when you, before you were locked out of Juilliard and your house and other places, had you ever explored different types of singing that maybe wasn't the voice that, the, the natural voice that God, that God gave you? Oh. I guess what I'm saying is there are other ways of singing. Like genre? You, you could bring it down here. Oh. Like genre. Like, have you ever thought about a different genre of singing? Let's give it a shot. Um, I don't know. Name one and I'll try uh, my best. I don't know. Like soft or... Yeah, there's like a quiet, soft, low... uh, I don't know what's it called. I think it's called like mezzo alto or something. And it's about being down here and very soft. Right. It's it's just. Did you start? First off, what was that song? You don't remember that from church? I can't even understand the songs half the time because they are the same. Again, it started low and soft for a second, and then went right back huh. up there. It might just be generational, Gray. I feel like some generations, especially the greatest generation and the boomers and all that, they really just naturally stay singing up there. It doesn't matter what the song is. It's always going to sound the same, and maybe that's the gift that the boomers are, are giving us uh, in the church. And I, 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 just... I thought the greatest generation was Gen Z, which is my generation, right? Oh, wow. You're Z, Gray? That's cool. Uh, I think so. How I mean, old are you? I mean, I definitely feel Gen Z. I, I think I'm in the middle of kind of the Gen Z and whatever the, the one after that is. I'm just kind of feeling. Uh-oh. Yeah. You were reading 40 something to me. What? No. Even with the ripped jeans, look at, show her how the whole front of your jeans all okay, the way that, from your hips all the way down to your ankles. That is so sus. That is so sus. And I do not stand that. <laughs> I would say the ripped jeans and the fierce by Abercrombie and Fitch body spray that is potent on you is making you feel even a little bit older. Don't you? I would say it's aging you up. Oh. Abercrombie is aged? Oh. <laughs> I thought it was still cool. Maybe you need to get some of that Axe body spray. That is Oh, no, I can't do that, Hallie. Actually, it's we- I had an allergic reaction to Axe. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, no. It makes all my muscles seize. Actually, that was pro- probably part of the reason the horse went down that day because I had put on <laughs> axe and it made my muscles cramp. And my when my muscles cramped, 
the horses, you know, the blood, it stopped all the blood to the horse's head and the horse went down. Is that right? Yeah. What a shame. Well, maybe it's better you avoid um, colognes anyway, because I'll tell you what, Sharon, he's being stalked by gals constantly. Oh, it's uh-huh. so crazy. Because it's so hard to be a single man of God. Well, I'm not single right now, Hallie. I am dating someone. He He's dating an identical twin, Sharon. It's real cool. <gasps> he and his best friend are dating twins, Tiffer and Mickey, Mickey and Tiff. Did they ever switch? Yeah, that is the funny thing. Uh, well, they we they, we said you gotta promise us, you gotta promise us, because the one they're both kind of sporty. You know, they both got sporty haircuts, and they're both super strong. They both work out sporty haircuts. Oh yeah. Cool. Well, I guess Tiffa's is like a little bit shorter in the front and Mickey's is a little bit longer in the back, but they, uh, and we just were were always, and they dress alike. They always dress alike, uh, some uh, different colors, but similar outfits. And we always like, don't mess with us, you guys. They're YouTube. They work out on YouTube. That's how Gray met them. It's oh, real. Wow. Cool. So and they're strong don't... like you. They could take a horse down with yeah. their legs. I bet. Oh yeah, they definitely could. Oh, that would that would be cool. You know, they have a calendar that they sold for a while that where both of them were riding on a white horse that they put a horn on that looks like a unicorn. Wow, that's good. You know, speaking of the equines, another thing I'm going to ask God is why on earth he gave those male horses those big ding dongs because i think when you see one of those relieving itself and making water out of that thing it's like Mm -hmm. a gosh darn elephant trunk and it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's really problematic it's pornographic and we shouldn't be seeing stuff like that hallie i feel very validated because you seem to be thinking about penises and vaginas as much as i do and have uh, so many questions forgot about both of them both that's all i think about yeah really Number, number one question i've got for god is why babies come from sex i think that's a bad idea I don't like it one bit. I don't care for it. I don't like it it one bit. I I don't care for it. I do not care for it. Now, one horse question I had for you is Mm -hmm. that I've heard that when you brush a horse's mane or tail, you're supposed to start at the bottom and go up. So you start at the end of the tail Mm -hmm. and go up toward their rump. Mm -hmm. Um, And and is that just for, for the tangles or what's the technique there? So they don't get too horny too fast. Oh, it's to sort goodness. of just keep them calm. <gasps> how does how, how why would she know that though, Hallie? I, I don't. <laughs> well, it, I mean, is the, the horse what? It just likes the attention and it gets turned on, or what? Mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm. no! And quite honestly, I've had to take a little break. I don't know if you can see my torso brace right now, but I was singing while I was brushing the horse recently, and it kicked me so hard. It and then locks the barn screaming. door. And then they, and then all the horses locked the barn, barn door. And I went by to go and brush them. They were like, shh, 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 she's here, she's here, she's here. Get down, get down. Wait, this horse kicked you right out of the barn and then they locked the barn doors? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. And I guess just to circle all the way back, Sharon, mm-hmm. it's that I think there's something, there's kind of a theme here, sure. isn't there? Which is you were locked out of the church. Right. You're locked out of the second church. Mm-hmm. You're locked out of your house. Mm-hmm. You're probably locked out of your car by your husband. Sure. Locked out of the ENT office. Yep. Locked out. Locked, locked out of an out of ENT. The... Locked out of the zoo, probably. Oh locked yes, of course. Of horse barn. Locked out of the horse barn. And I guess there's one thing in common to all those situations, isn't there? I made it through. I persevered. Awesome. That is so cool. That's true. He is so faithful and he has been walking you through this. 
I'll tell you what, Sharon, it almost to me, that theme of, of your persistence and just never giving up, I think it's really inspiring. I, it also feels to me like a dream. Getting locked out feels like those bad stress dreams. Like I have a stress dream recurring that I can't get packed for the airport. Ugh. And it almost feels to me like you're living a stress dream of getting locked out of every place you go. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel so great at the church because there's too many doors. And I know that again, fire hazard and also just too many doors to fully lock me out. And so I always feel welcome. And I always feel like my voice is appreciated and ready to be heard. I always have a stress dream that Ricky Martin's trying to put a whoopee cushion under me. Is that right? Where does that... Is that from lived experience? Yeah. Is that just you reliving a traumatic moment yeah, that happened? what happened? No, I, I'm just saying that. Wouldn't that both be the most embarrassing thing? Ricky Martin putting a whoopee cushion under you? Well, did, did when you were growing up, would he come through Australia on his world tours? No, actually in Australia, we had our own Ricky Martin. Oh, cool. Yeah, and... Um, what was his name? His name was Lee Coco. Oh. And he... And he sang all Ricky Martin songs? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he kind of, you know, he sang like versions of Ricky Martin songs. I'm trying to think of that one Ricky Martin song. How does it go? She bangs, oh. she bangs. Oh. oh, baby, she moves, she moves. The, what? Oh, baby, she moves like a boy. She sings like a bear. Like a figure in history. Okay, my ears actually oh, I think really my headphones hit. just locked me out. Sharon Beef was played by the lovely Erin Keith. Check out her wonderful podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle, and follow her at Erin Keith 10. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.